Kia ora, I'm Keith Niwa, rugby, rugby, rugby. Kia ora, I'm Ra Walker, rugby, rugby, rugby. <laughs> and kia ora, I'm Reno Wilkinson, rugby, rugby, go the ABs. Those are the fools that you'll be listening to on this full-time rugby special. Getting straight into it, no Aussie, 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 oi, 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 today, a, um, Reno. No, it's all about the ABs. What a heck of a game, eh, bro? Yeah, it's weird to start this morning. Good morning, boys. Uh, good to be back on the podcast and uh, a very happy, uh, obviously, uh, nation at the moment as we celebrate not only just a win, but a hell of a win, uh, keeping the, uh, well, Wallabies no. At Eden Park, the fortress still remains intact, mate. Mm. The history still behind it all. It's still there, and uh, everyone can be very, very, very happy. How things can turn around in seven days. Now, there was a bit of panic, you know. There was a bit of panic. There was, uh, I don't know, it was like almost the world was coming to an end. Um, But, of course, (laughs) you know, of course, uh, I think things righted itself. Everything came once again, and we had already predicted that it was going to be a smash. And I predicted 80 points. I tell you what, on a dry track, it certainly would have been an 80-point win, I reckon, into the All Blacks. What are you? Walker. Yeah, you're not wrong, Casey. I think uh, the expectation was there that uh, the boys, the men in black, were going to get a bit of revenge uh, in this weekend's uh, encounter, and they surely did. And, and now the uh, cinnamon or, or the the AB uh, kind of logo stands for not just all that, but absolutely brilliant. They totally, you know, tasted the, the wallabies on the barbie last night. Yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game indeed. Um, that I, I, I guess Aussie just couldn't quite. I don't know what what was it with Aussie um, this time around, Reno. Yeah, it just didn't have the impact. Obviously, like they did seven days ago in Perth. Uh, it could be the wet weather. There was comment about that as the build up to it, and at the end of it, obviously. Um, but I think coming to Eden Park too, knowing a bit of history behind uh, the dominance of the black jersey on that paddock, and uh, how strong we are in country, so. Yes, last week, uh, Michael Chica made comment. We've only booked a ticket. That's what they did, booked a ticket, come over for a flight, but um, a visit, and uh, never got the uh, meat pie at the end, boys. But they just didn't, weren't, weren't even into it. The uh, halfback, uh, White, you know, White, they just didn't, wasn't the halfback we saw last week. Mm. I think when George, um, not George, um, what's his name? Greek, uh, well, not Greek. Guinea, 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 yeah. He was the impact. But yeah. even Hodges, he was nothing. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, they, they really, really got knocked back down the earth in the big time. Yes. Boy, did they. What uh, What did you reckon? Um, uh, it just didn't quite happen for the Aussies uh, this time around, did it, Ra? Well, it's like they left their A game for Australia and, and Aussie. I mean, uh, they just they were, were out of their depth. And I think we've made the comments that if it had been a dry track, yeah, it would have been a total domination from the boys. I think it may well be a good... 60, maybe 80-point ball game if uh, conditions were a lot more conducive to running rugby. But it wasn't to be. It was wet and uh, it was a soft uh, track underfoot and the boys still put on a, a mammoth score. So, you know, that's good leading into the World Cup. We need that confidence just to kind of, you know, come back from a devastating loss last weekend and now, uh, you know, it's time to start looking uh, ahead to, to the big one. 
One of the things I reckon is that uh, at the breakdown, especially at the ruck, at the rucks, you know, um, the All Blacks were cleaning the them out, which was an opposite from what happened last week over there in Perth, um, and and that made a huge difference in my opinion. What do you reckon, um, Reno? Yeah, massive difference, mate. Uh, we were just so clinical around that whole area. Look, last week we got beaten up big time, and the boys felt that, and we turned it around. So. Good to see that happen, and uh, obviously it silenced a few of the critics over the last seven days. Uh, so many players stepped up to the mark, and this new, young, exciting team where Steve Hansen named during the midweek as well was kind of putting the scare up us when you leave the experience of so many players on the uh, bench or even not even in the squad. So, yeah, no, nah, mate, um, they played really strong. Their tackling was just menacing. Mm. Everything, everything they'd done was very, very clinical, and uh, you couldn't be more proud of uh, Steve Hansen, you know, putting his head on the chopping block in some sense and pulled the changes, brought Sonny Bill back in from out of playing counties uh, rugby, uh, might of 10, and look at the result, you know. Nil, mate, that's huge. That's massive. And things are looking good. 36 nil there, eh, Ra? I mean, that's that's one heck of a school line, especially in the rain, eh, bro? Oh, it is, Keithy. It, it just, you know, not blowing our own trumpets uh, for the men on black, but it just goes to show the class and, and the, the ability of what could well be uh, another world, uh, you know, championship side if they play like that, if they believe in themselves. And, uh, you know, every now and then, um, like what we saw last weekend, uh, a loss is never a bad thing. It's, it's always a learning curve. And, uh, look, they took out on the Aussies this weekend. So, um, you know, I think uh, it's good to have losing a few battles as long as you sort of focus on winning the war. And I think uh, our boys are in good stead. And for us, from a local perspective, good to see Gizzy lad uh, Georgie Bridge sort of playing a, a dynamic match. And, uh, look, he's the one to look out for the future. He could even be uh, at this early stage in his career, one of our, our greatest ever All Blacks, you know, what this is only is second or third run if at all with the boys and he's already showing classes of uh, some of the great uh, wingers all outside backs. Well, New Zealand have always produced some of the great greatest wingers, um, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, so, so we'll start off with you, Rap. Your player, who was the player that stood out the most for you? I, I think all the players can sort of, um, you know, sort of be, be given credit, but. Um, as a former back myself, I always tend to watch to see how our boys, uh, you know, do. And, and as I made mention, you can't go, you know, further than uh, Georgie Bridge. I am biased because he is from home here. But um, look, the whole team uh, can stand up and be counted because, you know, to come up with a score like 36 nil against a, a fairly tough Australian team, as we saw last weekend, them beating us 50 plus points. You know, I, I, the whole team played as a unit and. And that's good to see because we're going to need that in the next uh, few months. Mm, what about for you, um, Reno? Who was who uh, an outstanding player for you, bro? Yeah, well, it's a whole team effort, mate. Uh, right across the board, you can pick any individual player. But I'll go different here. Who stood out for me last week was Steve Hansen, the coach. He made the difference and he pulled the changes and he dropped some experienced players who are great players in our game out of the modern era. The likes of you being Smith as such has given so much. So I'd take that initiative and um, drop them and bring these young guys into it who are running hot. So uh, I'll give the nod to uh, off the field to actually Steve Hansen. Well, he kind of had to though, way eh? because he, he needed to test these um, new players like Bridge, um, like uh, Severis. He he needed to put them in. Uh, um, 
just to see how they could handle the pressure. And, and obviously, it's kind of part of the plan, isn't it, um, Reno? Yeah, it is part of the plan going forward. Look, this is his last year. We know that. That was his last game. Uh, uh, coaching the All Blacks at Eden Park as well, and for some of those players, that was their last game playing at Eden Park, uh, the likes of Kieran Reid and many others, because uh, it's going to be a different year next year once the uh, World Cup is over. So, yeah, no, acknowledging to where it's deserving, he had to do it, um, give these guys playing time, but some coaches will want to stick and stick through thick or thin with experience mm. and uh, try and win that Bledisloe Cup. His goal was always two cups. Uh, yep. Bledisloe, that's locked up now in, in the country, and Look forward to the William Webb Ellis uh, starting in a few weeks. Having said that, I've I got to say, for me, the wings, George Bridge, he, he really stood out for me, obviously. You know, he came on and um, he, he was really quite electrifying, especially once he set up that try for uh, Aaron Smith and got things going. Richie Moanga, for me, though, he, he really controlled um, things, you know, th- his playmaking ability uh, finally came to fruition. And I'm glad that Henson stuck with that combination, having Mwanga as first five and dropping um, Barrett back in that full back. Um, I've, you know, I'm glad that he persisted with that particular uh, tactic. What do you reckon, Ra? Yeah, and, and, and given the fact that conditions were wet underfoot as well, Keith, that, that, that's a sign of uh, some good decisions by Shag to include those players and to take the risk of, of not sort of, you know, keeping some, some tried and trusted uh, uh, men in the team. But, um, no, I, I think uh, that's that's a good-looking side. And if he can take that through to the World Cup, I think we've got uh, Tonga coming up next. So he may even try a few more combinations. But I reckon that could well be uh, our, our A team, the one we saw last night. And they sure played like it too. Mm. Now, uh, well, what's going to be interesting is who he's going to drop. Hey, um, Reno. Who he's going to drop? Yeah. Um, it's going to be one heck of a hard decision. Who do you reckon is going to be going? Yeah, it will be a hard decision. Um, it's hard to put names at the moment because they're all outstanding players uh, mm. for the three selectors. Uh, we'll see what they got to do. But it is going to be a tough one. I would guess you'll see one of the utility backs go, uh, maybe one of the wingers, definitely one of the loose forwards go. Uh, could be one of the tight five. I think it's like four or five they've got to drop and narrow it down. I think they'll get through one more game with Tonga. Uh, it's an afternoon game, I think, 2.30 yeah. kickoff in Hamilton. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting, mate. I wouldn't want to say any names just in case he's <laughs> looking at it different to what I'm thinking. Right. But, yeah, there will be the odd. It is going to be hard. It is going to be hard, and you're going to feel sorry. But the tournament's a big tournament. Any injuries, hey, we've got the talent to bring back through, and they'll fall right back into place. Well, uh, let's move on to the women's game, which was a great game, eh, Reno? Uh, another dominating, um, no, another dominating performance from our girls, but uh, you know, relatively close uh, first half, though, eh? Yeah, it was relatively close. Look, uh, Glenn Moore, the coach, had a lot to work on with the girls. He wasn't that happy after a big win in Perth seven days ago. So, turn it around and uh, at home, uh, final game for the season. Let's try and do it for our fans. Uh, with the fans that do turn up to watch the girls, uh, a bit disappointing, but it's what it is. Uh, the results stood in a great win. Look, the uh, recognising uh, Kendra Cox here, the New Zealand Player of the Year, who uh, 
got her little cap for her 50th match. She's actually at 51, 52, so she's on target for the uh, former captain's world record. Yeah. Uh, but then recognising all the other players that are playing, there are 40, Salika Winiata yesterday. There are others in the 30s and 40s. Charmaine Smith is one of those. Um, and the list just goes on. Then you lose your uh, captain just before half-time. Mm. Lee's elder uh, with an injury, you know. So step up was the uh, other lock there. And she uh, brought it. And the girls did bring it. The whole team brought it. And they played outstanding. So did their families. All proud of Eden Park. Uh, that's it for them for the year and for the Australian girls uh, for international girls rugby. So look forward to two years' time where we get to host the uh, World Cup. So I'm excited. The girls go back into normal club rugby, play for their franchises, watch their competition uh, get underway. Currently, we have the Heartland Championship starting this weekend, plus also currently the Mitre 10. But, you yeah, know, it was a good result for the Black Ferns. Great result indeed for the Black Ferns. Uh, um... Uh, it was also great seeing um, our local girl Charmaine McMinniman. She uh, busted over for a try, or she 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 uh, got a try for herself as well, which uh, you know was just awesome. Not only that, but she helped set up um, the try for Eloise Blackwell, who uh, you know was a nice deft little inside um, inside pass. Uh, in fact, she was all over the all over the place. Um, quite frankly. Uh, you know, so great game from our um, young uh, local girl. Um, but you were saying there, Reno, that uh, there's no, there's not going to be when it comes to World Cup um, time. There's hardly going to be any, um, I, I don't know, any other games for our, our um, Black Ferns. No, no games kind of building up to that tournament. Everything's going to be focused on the tournament, which is a bit sad. I would think uh, you could get more games under the belt like the men do when you prepare mm, for the uh, exactly. International World Cup series. So, but it's just one of those things, which is sad. Uh, I'm guessing, mind you, we've got two more years to work on that. Uh, yeah. New Zealand Rugby Union could change that around with the way the girls are dominating just to get the product out there and a lot more in the support to drive them to get behind supporting uh, this team because there will be a lot of players who will be doing what the men do retiring at the end of the World Cup. A lot of these young girls, their goal uh, is to make to the World Cup, especially the older ones, and retire on, the, on a high in your own country, hopefully winning. But girls' rugby is looking pretty good. Look, the growth of the girls' game is a lot bigger than the men's in the country. And uh, let's hope we can get more behind them. Well, that is pretty much us here on our full-time rugby special. Don't forget, uh, you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, CastBox, Anchor.fm, and also check us out on Spreaker. And so there's nothing left to say except I'm Keith Newa, Rugby, Rugby, Rugby. I'm Ra Walker, Rugby, Rugby, Rugby. And I'm Reno Wilkinson, Rugby, Rugby, out. Those were the fools on this full-time rugby special.